Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Greetings, comrades. And welcome to the Eastern Border. Sorry for a bit of a delays in my work schedule. It's just that, well, I get flooded with other things and tasks I should do in relation to the whole Eastern Border Media company that I'm making. Because due to Latvian laws, now you have to register as a media company and you have to make a small business, which is a limited liability company and all that whatnot. So, sorry for not, uh, not posting yesterday. But now that's over and we're back to the news. Just as expected, Russia decided to react to to the Crimea Bridge explosion. And um, as they claim, they've started out ma- they've started out high precision missile strikes all over Ukraine. According to the Russian Defense Ministry, today's strikes targeted military, communications and energy facilities in Ukraine. Uh, uh, my br- my buddy Buddy Anthony here, he posted on Twitter that uh, he lacked electricity in Kiev to do his own work. I hope he's fine now. However, well, as um, we see from the targets, they are nowhere near high precision. They're just a random, random blast around all over the place. Ukraine media and local authorities report that there are explosions in Kiev, Khmelnytsky, Zhitomir, Ternopil, Lviv, Kremenchuk, Rivirich, Kharkiv, Konotop, Odessa, Rivnia, and Dnipro, all over the place. And um, general staff of the Ukrainian armed forces reported that in total 83 missiles were, were, stri- were, were fired at Ukraine, out of which 43 were intercepted by anti-air defense systems. Uh, attacks are still ongoing to this point, you know, as I'm recording, or so the telegram reports go. The mayor of Kiev, Vitaly Klitschko, confirmed that missile strikes had hit the city's uh, two districts in the city, and he called on local residents not to remain in the city. The previous attack on Kiev came in late June, and when I was there, it was really alive. According to local telegram channels, at least five explosions were heard in the city on Monday while deputy head of the Ukrainian president's office, Kirill Tymoshenko, reported that at least six missiles had been struck down in and around Kiev by air defense forces. Regional head Oleksiy Kuleba told residents to stock up on water and charge up their electronics, which is just well, logical. 
Ukraine's National Police, the court reports casualties, and we have pictures and all this stuff. Zelensky responded to this by stating that, um, quote, it's the 229th day of the full-scale war. The 229th day they're trying to destroy us and wipe us from the face of the earth. Completely. To destroy our people who are sleeping in their homes in Zaporozhye. To kill people on their way to work in Dnipro and Kiev, he said. And as he said later, missile strikes have already hit critical infrastructure in Kiev and Khmetsky, as well as energy facilities in Lviv, Kharkiv and Zhitomer region. According to Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shmila, a total of 11 infrastructure targets in eight regions were damaged. Law enforcement has blocked off Kiev's central streets, suspended metro traffic, and began using metro stations as bomb shelters for civilians once again. Just like happened in the beginning of the war. Now, what's surprising about this missile attack is that um, it's cer- it has a certain tone to it. If you, I specifically went through all of this, but um, it has no military value. I double-checked what the pro, pro-Russian Telegram channels say, and they agree that there are no bridges that have been exploded, no strikes at any HQs or anything, and that unless such strikes carry on for months and months, well, they won't really impact the result of the war anyways. I mean, they're happy that they happened because pro-war Russian Telegram are, well, for lack of a better word, literal Nazis. I mean, seriously, they have Nazi swastikas everywhere there in their tattoos, and although Russian media likes to portray, you know, minute detail that could uh, could be somewhat reminiscent of something of that sort in, in weird weird photoshopped videos and photos of Ukrainian side, they themselves just ignore the whole battalions and squads of Nazis and public Nazi imagery used everywhere. And the irony of the Ze also is lost on them. But the thing is that the strike... And as commented by Michael Naki on his Telegram channel, this strike um, is the first mass crime, because those are all civilian targets, and you're not supposed to shoot at them intentionally. And um, a waste of ammunition. And this is aimed exclusively at internal at internal people, you know, at his own people. Because I've been mentioning for two episodes now how Putin hates his weakness, and if you listen to those, then you can understand that he um, is afraid of looking weak. And now, as clearly seen, as Naki puts it, the only reason of Putin to do this, to fire the civilian targets and cause tons of damage, destruction, and demolition of, of non-combatants, is to show his own people the very guys that I read on a daily basis, that he's not a weakling. So that, so that they would stop stop laughing at him in their Telegram channels and in their bedrooms. And um, that's, a par- that's a bit paradoxical. Because after the first euphoria of these people, because, you know, barely call them people anyways, I mean, who can enjoy civilians getting struck by bombs, you know? This effect will be... Um, Quite the opposite, actually. At least I predict so. See, this is the time when Putin did not press his will on on the military society and the pro-war society in Russia. He's been quite active against them. If you remember, I also spoke about how he arrests 
people from that uh, that category as well, fearing you know their wrath because you know he overdid the propaganda, created them, and all that stuff. However, these people didn't want to show off. Eve. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And, uh, you know, he had to prove to them something, not the other way around. And this is kind of the system works. However, if Ukraine now suddenly goes on a successful counterattack, well, this will hit Putin doubly strong, since, like I said, they want this destruction of infrastructure and missile strikes such as today's to go on forever. The problem is, Russia doesn't have that huge missile stockpiles, high-precision missile stockpiles on its own. But uh, this time, this time the destruction, the destruction is too too widespread to just be blamed on for for some misses or for that uh, air radar thing or whatever. Today's infrastructure was damaged blatantly in a criminal manner and all that stuff. However, yes, they want success in the war. Unless that could come. Then, uh, and it won't, by the way. Then Putin just uh, stepped one step closer towards all of this mess and uh, all of the troubles that'll happen in Russia soon. But this also isn't that surprising, because there's a new commander leading Russia's forces in Ukraine. And according to many sources that I have, he's a massive proponent of specifically targeting civilian infrastructure. See, on October the 8th, the very same day this bridge exploded, Russian Defense Ministry announced that General Sergei Surovikin had been appointed the new commander of Russia's forces in Ukraine. The announcement, by the way, is the first time that an individual has been officially declared to be in charge of the whole war effort. Previously, only the commanders leading specific groups of forces were named publicly by the ministry. Surovikin, who the Russian media has referred to as General Armageddon, for his ability to act brutally in a war, by the way, first made headlines already in the failed 1991 Soviet coup, when the Soviet Union was collapsing, when three protesters were killed under his command. And then, he's an interesting fellow. In 2017, Surovikin was made the commander of the Russian Aerospace Forces. And since the start of the Russia's war against Ukraine, he's led Russia's south group of forces which captured, captured the city of Severodonetsk. Until Surovikin's appointment, only we heard only various little names. 
with very little information about the people making the actual decisions guiding the whole thing. In April, by the way, BBC News stated that General Alexander Dvornikov, the head of Russia's southern military district, had been put in control of the country's water fort in Ukraine. Later, a group of inter- independent investigators from the conflict intelligence th- team, my guys whom I listen to all the time, citing source, reported that Deputy Def- Defense Minister Gennady Zhidko had replaced Dvornikov as leader of Russia's troops. And now, now we have Surovikin. And apparently, there had been rumors going around, well, unconfirmed ones, so I didn't talk about them, that um, Surovikin was about to get promotion for, for a few months already. And uh, as both Russian and Ukrainian telegram channels have pointed out, Surovikin's appointment comes amidst the successful, successful counter, Ukrainian counteroffensive, which liberated Liman, a city in the Donetsk region, in October, as well as forcing Russian troops to flee in the northern part of the Kherson region. And now, well, the bridge. Obviously, if you put a general whose speci- specialization is war crimes and indiscriminate bombing, then asking him to do just that, well, isn't surprising. What's surprising is that there are still people out there who somehow believe that Russia is the good guy in all this situation. But yeah, arguing with them is a job of other NAFO members, and I'm, I'm a reporter, but they annoy me to no end. Often more than, more than even Soviet and the propagandists. But about Surovikin. See, now 55 years old, Surovikin once served in the Soviet Special Forces, including in Afghanistan. During the 1991 coup attempt, then 24-year-old was in charge of the 2nd Guards Motor Rifle Division, which tried to break through the barricades at the intersection of Moscow's Garden Ring and Novyarbat Avenue. These protesters were killed in the clashes, Dmitry Komar, Ilya Krichevsky and Vladimir Usov. Three of them, they all died. After the coup plotter's swift defeat, the three men were posthumously named heroes of the Soviet Union. Surovikin spent several months in custody, but the charges against him were ultimately lifted. The Moscow prosecutor's office determined that he had been, quote, carrying out the orders of his command. Our party from Wagner, private military group, Prigozhin, who has also repeatedly criticized the whole leadership of Russia's defense ministry, because him together with Ramzan Kadyrov might start all the, all the troubles at one point, looks quite likely, has stated that, um, harkening back to this, quote, after receiving orders, Surovikin got into his tank without hesitation and rushed to save his country. He's the kind of guy that literal Nazis praise, so you know. Sergei Surovikin later, later took part in the armed conflict that rocked Tajikistan in the early 90s, and also in the Second Chechen War. Chechen leader Ramzan Kadyrov wrote on Sunday, Saturday that he's known Surovikin for, well, almost 15 years, adding that, quote, the united group of forces are now in good hands, and that he's confident Surovikin will make things right at the front. And finally, Surovikin was appointed a um, commander of Russian forces in Syria in May 2017. In October of that year, he was put in charge of the, of the Russian airspace forces. And, and in December, he was named Hero of Russia for the operation he led in Syria. In August 2021, well then, he got the promotion to the rank of general, the highest ranking officer, by the way, in any of those in Russia's military. So, obviously... People have opinions about them, and um, there are reports that, uh, quote, Surovikin is not sentimental. 
Russian pro-government uh, media has reported Surovikin is known in the Russian army as General Armageddon for his ability to act, act unconventionally and brutally. So now, now we have seen this General Armageddon. I wonder that, you know, he has his real name there. But he's there, there have been strikes, and uh, I'm pretty sure that after this, well, Ukrainian morale will go up and we might as well see some interesting events at the front in the following few days. I'll, of course, be covering them. But yeah, that's that's it for today. Now you know about the explosions. Please consider supporting our show on Patreon, patreon.com slash border. Mentioned that in the previous episode as well, but worth reminding you guys. And if you want to make a one-time donation, then please go click the donate button at our homepage, theeasternborder.lv. That helps the show, helps me going, and, you know... At least uh, I don't have to worry about looking and doing other other side jobs right now. I'm already swamped with that company thing. Oh boy, that's that's not a fun process. At any rate, das vidanje tvarishi. Oh, and uh, go listen to our interview in the Political Orphanage. It was out, and I, I don't remember if I said about this, but that one's out. And um, as always, happiness is mandatory. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.